When they reached the end of their road and headed to Main Street, the sidewalks became wider. Most of the houses were shaded by large oak trees in the front. The only sounds were a few cars passing by and car horns. They waved as people stuck their heads out of the automobiles and said hello. Jacob had been the town pharmacist for years and everyone knew him. Victor shuddered as he remembered Frankie and most of the town's people working in the stuffy, loud cotton mill. They reached Main Street and walked down the alley to the back door of the drugstore. Jacob turned the key in the lock, pushing on the door to open it. Inside, he turned on the lights before heading for the pharmacy counter. Victor walked to the front, unlocked the door, and turned the closed sign to open. The same routine for the last year and a half. He wanted to move on. He was a trained pilot, not a soda jerk. Helping out as a teenager was different. It gave him extra money for dates and flying lessons. But a soda jerk and gopher for his father at 24 years old was unacceptable. In his spare time, he stared out the window daydreaming about flying. He organized food for the lunch crowd and watched Jacob sort and bottle medicine. I told him I was leaving and to find someone to help, but I haven't seen any indication he is. I should be flying an airplane, not cutting lemons. Victor noticed a girl race by the front window. Same girl from last night. He rushed to the window as she entered Murphy's Five and Dime. He waited for her to come out, but she didn't. He sauntered to the soda fountain, glancing toward the Five and Dime every chance he got. Later in the afternoon, he decided to take a break and mosey over to Murphy's. Victor walked into the Five and Dime and let his eyes adjust to the light. He spotted the owner sitting at his desk. Hi, Mr. Murphy. How are you today? Fine, Victor. How's Mr. Douglas? He's doing well, thank you. He searched the store. The pretty girl stood two aisles over unpacking a box of nail files. He watched her work. She glanced at him. Their eyes locked. He smiled and watched as her cheeks flushed red. Good afternoon. Hi, may I help you with something today? She dropped the empty box on the floor along with several nail files. She stooped over, gathered the nail files, and returned them to the display while kicking the box behind the counter with her foot. Victor gave her a good look over. I'd like to buy some candy. He walked with her to the candy counter. She smiled, but she didn't look him in the eye. Of course, but what would you like? Her hand shook as she opened the sliding glass door. How about a quarter pound of peppermint? She put a few sticks on the scale, aiming for exactly a quarter pound. She gave a sigh of relief when he said, That amount's fine. She raised her head and smiled. He smiled back. How long have you worked here? I don't believe I've seen you before. She put the candy in a bag. We got into town two weeks ago. I've worked here a week. My father's from here. Avery Lester. I'm Dottie. He extended his hand and she placed hers in his. He shook her hand, but he had an urge to kiss it instead. Well, Miss Lester, it's nice to meet you. I'm Victor Douglas. 
I work at Douglas Drug's door. My father is Jacob, the pharmacist and owner. Where do you live? He gave her a quarter. She moved to the cash register for his change. We're at Ella's boarding house right now. As soon as Daddy gets a job, we're moving to a house of our own. Mr. Murphy called from the back of the store. Dottie, there's a box of men's handkerchiefs that needs emptying. She walked toward Mr. Murphy's desk, then turned. It was nice to meet you. I have to get to work. Victor put a piece of peppermint in his mouth and stayed rooted to the spot as she hurried to get the box. A surprised expression washed over her face when she walked to the front of the store. Bye, Dottie Lester. I'll see you around. She rested her gaze on him. Bye, Victor Douglas.